Hello, and welcome to the Counselor's Perspective podcast. My name is Danielle Ramdial. I am a mental health counselor and life coach. I have worked with families and children for the past 12 years, teaching and counseling diverse generations with the hope that stronger relationships will emerge and allow for new legacies to take root. My goal with this podcast is to take matters of the heart, circumstances in our lives, and situations we live in day to day, and provide you, dear listeners, with a different perspective. This podcast is strictly for informational purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or treat any medical conditions or ailments you may have. I encourage you to contact your own personal medical professional with any questions or concerns you may have. Thank you for spending time with me today. Let's get started with the counselor's perspective. In today's episode, we will be discussing anxiety. There are several different types of anxiety. And there are certain terms that sometimes may seem too complex or confusing. My goal, as you know, and have heard me say before, is to destigmatize mental health. And for repetition purposes, I will define for you what mental health is. Mental health is the condition of being sound, both mentally and emotionally and by adequate adjustment, especially in feeling comfortable about yourself. We can easily say that mental health is the general condition of one's mental and emotional state. It is important for me to explain to you wonderful listeners what each complex term means. As I discuss it with you, I want you to understand, in the simplest of ways, so that you are not afraid to get involved in these types of conversations. I'm going to be dissecting the term anxiety for you today, its different aspects and layers, how to identify, and most importantly, how to possess the proper tools and techniques that when implemented and regularly exercised will cause anxiety to ultimately subside. Anxiety, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an approaching event or about something that has an uncertain outcome. Anxiety can also mean intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. The term disorder can easily be defined as something that disrupts the systematic functioning or a breach of peace. Now that you have that foundation laid out for you, for the remainder of the podcast, when you hear those particular words come up, you will be more likely to stay tuned rather than becoming spooked with the superficial linguistics of it all. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services report five common types of anxiety. We will be discussing and examining all five in my future podcast, but we'll start with the first two today. The first is called 
generalized anxiety. The second is called obsessive compulsive. Now understand that there is a difference between anxiety and anxiety disorder. So if you hear or read about generalized anxiety disorder or obsessive compulsive disorder, remember the term disorder I just defined for you. Let's move on. Generalized anxiety is identified as one having chronic anxiety, an excessive feeling of worry or tenseness, even when there is little or nothing to provoke it. An example can be something like this. The second I step foot into an ocean to go for a swim in knee-deep water, Jaws himself, the great white shark, is going to come up from the abyss and snap me up for lunch and I'm done for. There is absolutely no reason whatsoever for me to even visit a beach. (laughs) Ever been there before, listeners? (laughs) Yeah, me too. The next form of anxiety, obsessive-compulsive, is identified as having reoccurring unwanted thoughts or called obsessions, and repetitive behaviors called compulsions. This can be in the form of counting, checking, recounting, rechecking, or cleaning a particular area over and over with hopes of preventing obsessive thoughts or in an attempt to make them go away. Doing so only provides a temporary relief, and not performing them will cause anxiety to certainly increase. It is a way to self-soothe, so to speak. A further example or scenario can be an upcoming court date that you know that you have that requires your mandatory presence. So to cope Because of your nervousness and your anxiousness, you begin to give your home a deep cleaning that has to be done right at that very moment, and you are unable to stop until it all seems absolutely spotless. If any of these scenarios ring a bell, you must know, listeners, you're not alone. In fact, 27% of U.S. adults reportedly have anxiety and have had an increase of anxiety since the beginning of our worldwide global experience with the pandemic. So don't feel singled out. I said at the beginning of this podcast, my goal is to allow you to visit the informational aspect of anxiety so that in the event you become faced with feeling anxious, you will be able to counteract those emotions using cognitive restructuring. Cognitive restructuring is the ability to notice and change negative thinking patterns. So if you have those thoughts that enter your mind and take you captive, ruining your day and everyone else around you, making you unable to logically think of anything else, I want you to try to challenge them instead. That's right. Challenge those negative thoughts. Let me show you. I'll create a scenario for you. Some friends or colleagues were going out to dinner this weekend and you don't get invited. 
Immediately, your thoughts can start to sound something like, I'm disliked, I'm alone, I'm sad. Instead, I want you to begin to challenge those thoughts. You can say, I know that I'm not alone. I am loved and I am fun. I know my worth. Or you can say, I know my friends like me, but that doesn't mean that they are required to do absolutely everything under the sun with me by their side. In challenging those negative thoughts, you, in hindsight, rewire them, sending those negative thoughts where they belong, down the drain and out of your head. When it comes to obsessive compulsive anxiety, and you without a doubt know that this is something that you struggle with, I want you to try to use the cognitive restructuring technique as well in order to train your mind to reverse those habits that keep you feeling stuck. You may be wondering, is this really going to work? Well, listeners, allow me to share with you just how the human mind was designed to work. It is called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to form and reorganize new connections in response to learning something new. You must know the more you implement these techniques, the more your brain wants to master them mind blown, thereby reversing the old thoughts and habits and creating new ones in their place, making you overall a happier, joyful person. Now understand, this will take you exercising the concept on a regular basis. That means no skipping. Trust yourself that in as much as you put into practice what you have just learned, you soon will become a master of your own thoughts. I'm all out of time, dear listeners. I hope you've enjoyed listening to me today. Please subscribe to this podcast that will allow me to continue to serve you in this capacity. Look for me on Instagram. Danielle Ramdiel is my handle for more daily mental health tips and topics. I want you to also look for The Anxiety Audit, written by Dr. Shar Fry. This is a free 60-second report that will leave you with tips and insights you can use in your day-to-day life. Go to anxietyaudit.reversinganxiety.com. That's anxietyaudit.reversinganxiety.com. ReversingAnxiety.com. You'll be so glad you did. And lastly, my listeners, I leave you with this. With everyone that you take the time to be kind to, be sure to be kind to you too. Bye-bye.